All right, guys, how you doing? I am Lieutenant Sal Blue coming at you tonight one more time with uh, the Top 25 Mistakes podcast. I want to thank you guys for tuning in and listening and checking me out. Um, this is the beginning, the birth of my podcast. So these are the beginning stages, man. So just hang with me while I I catch some ground and my grip and and get it going for you guys and and what I'm trying to create for you guys is a community right I'm trying to create a community of mentors guys mentors that can help you achieve the life that you want and I call those mentors the second half these are people who have already experienced some of the things that you are experiencing now and they're willing to expose their mistakes and be transparent to allow you to learn from them so that you don't make the same mistakes. So to all my second halfers, I hope you guys are tuning in. Or hopefully you guys are hopping on my Facebook page, Top 25 Mistakes, and giving me ideas that I could rock these podcasts. This idea came uh, one from one of my uh, favorite listeners, Megan Quinn. And we, tonight are going to get into um, the top 25 mistakes of new parents. That's right. That's right. I got several new parents over here at the uh, at the Motor Vehicles Agency. And these new moms uh, said, hey, listen, why don't you talk about the top 25 mistakes of new parents? So um, I'm going to get into it. You know, when I decided to get into this tonight, which I felt was an excellent topic to talk about, um, I had to go to one of the experts, right? My wife. That's right. My wife, uh, well-spoken, well-written, love of my life. She uh, helped me along this, to put this together. And um, it is well beyond top 25 mistakes. But I'm not going to hit all of them tonight because I don't want to overwhelm you, ladies and, and, and gentlemen. All right. Um, but here we go. OK, me and her sat back and we just discussed just between us, just some of the mistakes that we made. Right. As parents. Now, I, I want to add to before I get into this, I want to talk to you guys about this. Right. Many years ago, many years ago, before I retired, you know, um, when my dad was asking me what was I going to do with the second half of my life. And at that time, I had no clue how I was going to do it because a lot of people who were around me for the second half of their life, all they talked about was collecting a pension check, going fishing, going golfing, sitting on a couch watching TV, and doing nothing. Yes, guys, I was definitely around the wrong group of people um, when it came to trying to figure out what I was going to do in my second half of my life. But in that process, I was trying to learn something, right? Um, My father usually just spoke in in Bible verses and parables. And um, unless I became an avid study of of the New Testament or the Bible, I would never, ever figure out what he was talking about, ever. Um, my dad was, uh, 
I would like to say he was a man of few words, but at the same time, he was a man of many riddles that you just had to figure out, you know, what he was talking about and where he was going. You know, a couple of years, uh, well, now many years back, uh, long before I retired, um, when my mom was still around, uh, we took my dad out to lunch and my philosophy was to get from my dad some of the mistakes that he made throughout his life so I could avoid the pitfalls. Well, I'll tell you what, the only thing that came out of that conversation was uh, my dad having a good meal and uh, him basically blowing smoke, guys. That's just what it was. My dad was blowing smoke. Um, He is never, ever going to tell me any of the mistakes that he's ever made in his life um, outright. And um, he just comes from, as I like to say, a different cloth of people, all right? And his generation, um, there were just lots of secrets, lots of secrets um, that would have to come out either after they die or, or, or when they're too old to even remember some of the mistakes they made, guys. So um, when I went to talk to my dad about these mistakes, you know, I had my brother with me and uh, my dad wasn't giving up any info. So um I was upset about that. I was upset about that because I felt that as his child, right, that he could help me to get further in my life by just being a little bit transparent of the mistakes he maybe he made during my age, you know? He's he's 30 years older than me, uh, 30 plus years older than me. He could at least take it back 30 years and give me some of that, but you know, He refused to do it, and hey, that is his right as my father. As my dad said, I did not fight in in the Korean War, so why would I have the right to know about the skeletons in his closet? So, um, saying that, let's go on, guys. Um, So, me and my wife sat back, and we said, hey, listen, let's put together this list. Let's put together this list so that... um, um, we can uh, get together on a podcast and talk about some of the mistakes. Well, my wife's worked several doubles in a row. She is not about to sit on a podcast. You'll hear her yawning. Matter of fact, you probably hear her snoring the way I was yawning last night on last night's podcast because I jumped on way too late, guys. But uh, let's get going. And one of the first mistakes me and my wife talked about was the working mom. And the reason why I wanted to hit on the working mom first is because some of my fans over there at the Motor Vehicle, uh, several of them are new moms, guys, new moms. And I just wanted to uh, tell them some of the mistakes we made as parents, right? Um, Working moms, working dads. um, I'm going to give you some of the things that that my um, wife talked about. And uh, then I'll give you some of the things that I thought of myself as well as we get into these. So one of the first things to working moms, right? Out of the guilt, working moms, of having to work, right? 
working moms have a guilt of having to work, right? I'm paraphrasing this the best I can. Okay. Um, but what they do in return of that guilt, um, they try to make up for the time lost with their children by giving them things, gifts. Okay. Um, that was one of our biggest mistakes. Um, me and my wife are both in law enforcement and uh, we spent lots of times away from my, our children. Um, at a time, one time we were both on a task force. So uh, we would get calls in the middle of the night and we had a very reliable nanny who came over if it wasn't our parents that came over and took care of the children. So um, we spent a lot of time away from home. And uh, that time away from home was lost time, guys. And we tried to make it up with uh, just buying tons of toys and gifts uh, to keep our children occupied. Um, That is a big mistake as a new parent, right? You can't make up for lost time um, by buying your children gifts and toys, all right? Um, And just to add to that, right? just to talk about it. What you end up with is that if you've been away uh, as much as we were, uh, we ended up with about uh, a 100 Barbies, guys. A big old giant chest full of Barbies and toys. Uh, more toys than we can name. And, and what you do in that case is your children lose a perspective on on the gifts because they haven't earned those gifts. They haven't really did anything to earn those gifts. You're just giving them to them out of guilt, right? And me and my wife talked about this. The amount of money that we spend on meaningless gifts, right? That money should have been saved, right? For your children's future, for our children's future. Um, If you turn around and we maybe have done this, maybe haven't done this. But if you turn around years from now, guys, and I'm going to walk you guys down the line. A lot of you guys have infants. Maybe you have toddlers. Maybe you have uh, middle schoolers or teenagers, guys. If you ask your child later on down the line when they get into their adulthood, right? Uh, most of them may not remember any of the toys that you brought them out of guilt. But, but guys, if you teach them and build memories with them, right? When you build memories with them in their old age and you ask them, they will remember exactly what you taught them, the lessons you taught them, instead of trying to replace, okay, um, their, uh, that guilt and the time that you lose with things, with gifts. So uh, just understand that and remember that. It is about having a quality moment. See, as a working parent, you may not have a lot of time, but that time that you get with your children, it needs to be solid quality time of uh, teaching them, building memories, okay? With nothing 
to replace that time, but you and them and how you dedicated the time to building those memories every single moment. So that is important, guys. You have to work more on building memories than you do of making your children feel good by giving them gifts that um, just temporarily occupy their minds for something that they want. Um, Regardless of what your kids say, later on down the line, if they receive no gifts from you, but tons of quality time and tons of great memory, and they have you as the parent, okay? And, And also, guys, that they understand why you're doing it. Maybe some of you guys with brand new babies, um, they won't understand it, but you still have to make the pattern, the habit of, instead of gifts, memories. Instead of uh, gifts, moments. Work on the moments and the memories now while your children are young, so that in the future, guys, in the future, right, it'll be a habit that you have developed with them. See, the one thing that happens, right? Um, When we start giving our kids gifts for no reason, out of guilt from ourselves, what you develop is entitled children. Children who think they deserve something for nothing. And that is the last thing. This world is full of tons of entitled children, guys. Tons of entitled children who don't think they need to earn anything. That they would rather have gifts and things than than quality moments and strong lessons from people. So as a parent, as a new parent, okay, these are things that you need to be working on. It is a practice, guys. It is something that needs to become... um, in your head all the time, right? Another thing that we talked about is we don't teach our kids enough, right? Um, It's not important, right, how people see us. Here's the deal. Let me, I'm going to break this down because once again, I'm paraphrasing what my wife said. We need to teach our kids this right here. It is not important how people see us. What is truly important is how we see ourselves. So I think that is truly important as a parent. Maybe you guys should even write that down, okay? Because uh, when my wife hit me with that, okay, I realized that it was a lesson we learned much later down the line that we had to react to as opposed to it being an initial life lesson that we ingrained in our children's minds as they grew up. We didn't ingrain that in our children's minds as we grew up. We just, we just uh, assumed because we were A-type personality people that our children would, would automatically not be um, overwhelmed by how people saw them. Right? So, but you cannot take that for granted. Each child is an individual. Um, so what we must do 
as parents is we must create affirmations, daily affirmations that we give our kids that will empower them, okay? Um, That if we have not been doing this, that will restore and renew and rebuild the future of our children. This is how we develop strong parenting skills. Guys, I want you guys to know this, right? Parenting is a practice. And you can get some fundamentals in parenting, but you must understand that each child is an individual. Each child is an individual, so how your neighbor deals with their child is not the answer of how you're going to deal with your child, okay? You need to just take the solid fundamentals and adapt it to your child as an individual. You know, another thing that you guys need to learn and know is, especially as your children start to grow and start to take on a personality of their own, is their children, not robots. Your children are not programmable robots, regardless of how much you teach them and how much they learn, once they start to spend time around their peers and other people, they will start to adapt their personalities um, based on what they see other children around them. Their circle of influence is going to influence them as children mostly. So, Um, You need to constantly, as a parent, be working initially to get some solid, strong values in their core so that they don't go too far away from what you would like for them uh, in their future and what you would like for them as your children. Okay. Um, Another thing, right? Uh, For uh, the single mothers out there, maybe even the single mothers, or single fathers, um, I want to say that um, you never take the image of a mother or father, okay, and damage it in the eyes of a child. That is a huge mistake that I've seen often, right? And um, that is not one mistake that we do in our household, um, but I'll tell you what, one thing you cannot do as a mother and father is, is argue or put each other down in front of your children or around your children or try to break each other down in front of your children or say your father does this or your mother does that or your father's this way or your mother is that way. Okay. That is not something you do in front of an impressionable child. You just don't do it. Around your children, you always build up the family and the household because what you want to do is, first and foremost, your children are going to love both of you no matter what. So understand that. So even if you're single and you're a jilted mother or, or a jilted father, even if you're single and you talk bad about one another, your child is still going to love both of you. And if you keep it up, they'll resent you for talking about the other parent. So um, that is one thing you never want to do. You never want to um, 
take down the image of a mother or a father in the eyes of a child. So that is the big mistake. And that's just one, something I want to tap into, guys, uh, when it comes to parenting. Because some of you guys are single parents, you know, and you think that you're doing it on your own. But when the fact of the matter is you have to learn how to work as parents. So before you even get started, guys, before you even get started, I want to talk to you guys about another thing. Okay. Um, It was a cute little saying that my wife said, and um, it is important when we are looking for caregivers and daycares and even future mates for our children, right? My wife says, we shop for pocketbooks, we shop for shoes, but we don't shop for a good caregiver for our children. How many of you out there, when you had to get back to work or you had to go to work, uh, found the cheapest daycare for your children, right? They said, okay, daycare is going to be $50 a week. You're like, oh my God, that's better than $150 a week I pay down the street. And we, you end up swooping your child into this daycare, okay, and not shopping properly for the best caregiver experience for your child for the time, the 8 to 10 hours that you're going to be away from them. Okay, everybody out there is always looking for what is the cheapest child care when we should be looking for what is best for our children. So I've been there, you know, uh, having five children. Uh, child care was expensive, expensive as hell, especially having four daughters all born around the same time. My pockets were taking a beating, guys. Okay, but what we need to do is we need to stop making this mistake, right? Because what we are doing is we are comparing cost to value, and there is no comparison. Okay, what something costs, it does not determine how valuable it is, especially when we're talking about the most precious gift that almost all of us have as parents, which is our children. Uh, So um, don't make that mistake as parents. Also, um, as parents, before, actually, before I get into that, I want to say this. As parents, as our kids get older, we are constantly comparing our children's academics and progress to those around them or like their athletic skills to those around them. You know, I was a good athlete growing up. Growing up. My wife was an Olympian uh, growing up. Um, and uh, so um, we always wanted our children to be the best athletes and in academics that better than all the other students, you know? And we and we made the mistake of comparing them a lot of times because we had a drive in us that made us want to um, be the best. 
at what we did in academics, be the best at what we did in athletics. And uh, so um, instead, what we should have did as parents was, okay, we should take notice of their strengths and their challenges and teach them how to improve and capitalize with their self-confidence, right? Self-confidence, once your self-confidence is built up, then you can go out there and be the best you can be. So I think that was one of the things that we should have worked on as parents when it came to our children. We needed to work on their strengths and not talk about their weaknesses as accentuating their weaknesses, but make their strengths stronger, which then in turn would have allowed them to build self-confidence in a lot of things that they did in academics and sports. Okay, another thing in this area is we needed to teach our children how to seek mentors when it came to making progress in their academics and their athletics, right? When we teach our children to to seek mentors, they would no longer think of themselves, okay, as I am bad at math. Instead, they will realize that if they seek a mentor, they can become good at anything. 